Hello, I'm Rodney Barlow. Welcome to my podcast. Today I will be sharing and teaching on transformation. Change your thinking, change your life. But before I begin, I want to thank you for tuning in on this podcast. I ask you please leave your reviews. I ask you to share and subscribe so you can continue to hear teaching from the Word of God that is designed to build your life. Let's begin. I want to draw your attention to Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I've been studying this passage, Romans 12, verse 1 through 3, and the entire chapter. But today, I just want to focus on verse 1 and share with you some of the insights that the Lord spoke to my heart, and it has blessed me, and I believe it would bless you as well. In Romans 12, verse 1, the Apostle Paul began by telling them, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Now, I believe in this study, we need to define some of these words in this particular verse so we can get a better understanding what I feel that God is speaking to us out of this scripture and how we can apply it to our life. Change your thinking, change your life. So let's look at this here. The word beseech. It comes from a Greek word, which is parakaleo. The word parakaleo is a Greek compound of the words para, P-A-R-A, and kaleo, K-A-L-E-O. The word para means close, beside, or alongside. And the word kaleo means to call. So putting these two words together, to call alongside, to make a call from being close up and personal. It also means to summons, to invite, to entreat, to encourage, to exhort. You see, when these two words are compounded together, the new word pictures one who comes alongside someone else as close as he can get and then begins to passionately call out, plead, and beseech that other person to do something on his or her behalf. Also, the word parakaleo, it means to address or speak. That would describe what military commanders did before they sent their troops into battle. After summoning the troops together, their commander will beseech them as he warned them of the realities of warfare. The commander would describe in detail what they were going to face in their battle, and then he would urge them to keep on fighting bravely until the victory was won. All of this included in the word parakaleo, the word beseech. Now, this is very important to know in this context. Now, when we look at this, and I will be saying this scripture several times in this teaching, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Now, so we see here who has been addressed in this verse, the brethren. The brethren are the believers of Christ, those who name the name of Christ. The brethren are you and I who have given our lives to Jesus Christ, and we are believers. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 says this, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, how? By the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You see here, we as believers are being summoned. We've been encouraged. We've been exhorted as one who comes alongside someone as close as he can get 
and now God is pleading to us by his mercies. You see, God is a merciful God. Mercy means undeserved kindness. God's mercy led him to sacrifice his only begotten son for you and I. For the scripture says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God has saved us by his mercy. Ephesians 2, 4 and 5 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. And we know if you keep on looking in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 10, 8 through 10, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we shall walk in them. Titus 3 and 5 says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Mercy is powerful. The prophet of Jeremiah said in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 23, the, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fell not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The psalmist said in Psalm 86, verse 13, For great is your mercy towards me. And you have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. Psalm 86, 15. But you, Lord, are a God full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy and truth. Psalms 103 says, says in verse 8, The Lord is merciful and gracious. He's slow to anger and abounding in mercy. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pitied his children, so the Lord pity those who fear him. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. That's so powerful that God is beseeching you and I by his mercies. But it did, did not stop there. The scripture keeps on saying that you may present your body a living sacrifice holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So let's unpack and define the word present. See, the word present in the Greek, it is, it is spelled P-A-R-I-S-T-I-M-I. Now, I'm not, I'm not for sure the correct way to pronounce it, okay? But I wanted to spell it to you because I want you to get a good understanding of what the scripture is speaking, what I believe God is speaking to us when he says that you present your body. You present. We want to look at the word present. This Greek word here in this verse where it says we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. This is exactly the same word, get this, the same word used in Luke chapter 2 verse 22 to depict that moment when Jesus' parents presented Jesus to God in the temple at Jerusalem. Luke 2, verse 21 and 22, I want you to go there, write this scripture down. And when the eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he, he was conceived in the womb. Now when the days of her perfection, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. That same word. Use that same Greek word used. The word present comes from the Greek word again, para which is a compound of the words of para 
and istimi, I-S-T-I-M-I. The prefix para means alongside, and the word istimi means to place. So get this, when these two words are compounded together, the new word means to place beside, to place at one's disposal, to surrender, to offer, as to offer a sacrifice to God or to present a special offering to God. See, this word communicates the fact that Mary and Joseph were coming to the temple on this day to intentionally place their son into God's close care. They were dedicating and entrusting him into God's protection. They were surrendering Jesus to God's supervision and making a declaration that he, Jesus, was God's possession and God could therefore use him however he wished. See, just as Jesus' dedication was no casual, it was no accidental, it was not an unplanned event, now Paul is telling us that the presentation of our bodies to God is serious in our lives. See, this is no light matter. This is no light affair, but one that should be done in a consecrated and serious manner. This is a crucial historical moment in our lives when we intentionally place ourselves in God's close care. See, we should, we should surrender ourselves and all that we are to God's supervision, making a solemn declaration and pledge that we are His and that He can therefore use us in whatever way He desires. See, the Apostle Paul encouraged the believers to present, to dedicate their bodies to God. Now get this, the Apostle Paul knew that when a believer makes the decision to dedicate his body to God, the carnal nature, our flesh, may respond by going to war against the spirit. Remember, the word beseech means to address, okay? The Bible says in Galatians 5, verse 16 and 17, I say then walk in the spirit and you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh, the carnal side, that carnal nature, lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. See, the flesh side of us, the flesh just the, just doesn't want to submit to the law of God. So when Paul encouraged and exhorted the believers to yield their bodies to God, he was also warning them that such an action might stir up a battle in the flesh. See, the carnal nature has long been the driving force for what has been done with the body. Therefore, it will most likely rebel when it's told to submit to God's control. This is why anyone who decides to present and dedicate his or her body to God must be ready and willing to fight the battle with the flesh until the victory is achieved. You see, Paul says there, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you what? Present your body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So the question is, why should we present or dedicate our bodies to God? Because our bodies are God's temple. Our bodies belong to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 16 says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20 says, Oh, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. See, we belong to God. Our body belongs to God. And the scripture here lets us know that we should present our bodies a living sacrifice. How should we present our bodies? A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Now, let's look at these words here. A living sacrifice. What is a living sacrifice? How can a sacrifice be living? 
See, the word sacrifice means to slaughter or, or, or to kill. So how can one be a living sacrifice? Well, in Genesis chapter 22, we can look at it, verse 2, when Abraham took his son Isaac to offer him to God. And he said, take down thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom you love, and get you into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I tell you. And verse 10 says, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out and said, Abraham, Abraham, he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon lay not thy hand upon thy life, neither do thy anything unto him, for I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. See, the instructions is to lift him up, but God never did, God never intended Abraham to slay him. But, but Abraham expected to slay his son. You see, see what happened, Abraham was offering Isaac as a what? Living sacrifice. For the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 through 19, By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and that he received the promise, offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, according that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, whence he was received him in the figure. Instead, Isaac became a type of what? Living sacrifice. So now when Paul's talking about a living sacrifice, he's talking about a wholehearted commitment, one's life to God. So when the scripture is telling us, encouraging us, exhorting us, summoning us, inviting us, pleading with us, beseeching us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, is saying God is speaking, I believe, to us about you and I making a wholehearted commitment of our life to God. How should we present our bodies as a living sacrifice? See, the answer is found in that particular verse. Holy. What, what does the word holy mean? Separated. Acceptable. What, is, what does acceptable mean? Fully agreeable. Holy, acceptable, and goes on to say reasonable. Rational or logic. Service. Act of worship. Now, listen to this scripture that, that speaks from the Amplified Bible. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. The New Living Translation says it like this. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will accept. When you think of what he has done for you, is this too much to ask? So we see here. Now, some English Bible translations render this text as saying your spiritual act of worship. You see, the Greek word that is spelled L-O-G-I-K-O, from which we get the word logical, means rational, reasonable, belonging to the real nature of something, being carefully thought through and thoughtful. So we see here this act of worship in response to God's kindness, in response to God's mercy, is the result of a thoughtful contemplation, rational reason, and is appropriate and logical response. And so, when you hear the New Living Translation again, listen to this. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Let them be a living holy sacrifice, the kind he will accept when you think of what he has done for you. Is this too much to ask? See, the Weiss Translation says, I therefore beg of you, please, brethren, through the instrumentality of the aforementioned mercies of God, by once 
for our presentation to place your bodies at the disposal of God, a sacrifice, a living one, holy one, well-pleasing, your rational, sacred service, rational, in that this service is performed by the exercise of the mind. Young's literal translation says, I call upon you, therefore, brethren, through the compassion of God, to present your body as sacrifice, living, sanctified, acceptable to God, your intelligent, your intelligent service. So you see here by the scripture, we are urged, we are exhorted, we are encouraged to present ourselves to God as a living sacrifice. This implies that we must live in a continuous state of surrender and consecration. Our commitment may begin with a one-time moment, once and for all decision, but it must be followed with a daily decision to keep on surrendering ourselves to our Lord, to our Lord and Savior. So we must see every day of our life, another day when we wake up by the mercies of God as another opportunity to yield our lives to God. The scripture says in Psalm 68 verse 19, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads with benefits, the God of our salvation. So I want to encourage you, make each new day require a new surrender and consecration. What we surrender to God yesterday is already old. Today's a new day and demands a new and higher level of consecration. And I believe as we look at the scripture now, and I trust the scripture of this teaching has blessed you, that you say, God, by the mercy of God, I present my body a living sacrifice today, holy, acceptable to God, which is my reasonable service. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. I trust this broadcast has blessed you. Again, please share and subscribe. Let us know how this teaching has inspired you to live your life to the fullest. Change your thinking, change your life. God bless you.